coming up on the Venus Cuckoldress podcast. So you cucked him for his birthday? Is that right? Oh, yes. It was, yeah, his birthday a couple weeks ago. Yes. We're talking about getting married, and I want to do something really cool for that. So we'll have to plan something really awesome for that. But after his birthday, I was like, oh, this is going to be a tradition. Every year on your birthday, (laughs) we're doing this. You are now listening to the Venus Cuckoldress Podcast, a place to learn all things cuckolding for the curious, the passionate, and the sexually empowered woman who wants it all. Go to venuscuckoldress.com. You'll find the new Queen's Quarters fan destination. Book a one-to-one chat with me, listen to the private podcast, and even get access to my secret Snapchat group, where I share some of my most intimate encounters. Now sit back, make yourself comfortable, and let's dive right into this episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to the show. I'm your host, Venus. Thank you so much for joining me today. And today on the show, I have Cuckoldress Abby. She's going to be talking about her fairly new journey into cuckolding with her partner. And they've only been together for about nine months. But in that nine months, she has really been determined to live the life to the fullest and has totally, in my opinion, <laughs> taken a deep dive into cu- the w- whole world of cuckolding with her partner, Dustin. So this is going to be a great story. You are going to love it. Stay tuned. Before we jump in, of course, I have a couple of announcements real quick. The first one is I'm going to be doing a Pillow Talk event. This is going to be monthly with Doc Chocolate, host of the Bulls and Queens podcast. And it's going to be live on the Moan app. And the very first one is going to be Friday, November 17th. Mark your calendar for 12 p.m. Pacific time. That's 3 p.m. Eastern. And you can listen in audio only for free on the Moan app. It will be live, so you have to catch it live. Or at the same time, we will also be broadcasting on video on Crowdcast, which is also a really fun way to join in because you get to watch what's happening, not just listen. And so if you want to do that, if you want to watch on Crowdcast, you can for free as long as you are a tier member of the Queen's Quarters fan club on venuscuckoldress.com. It's a perk for all the tiers. So it doesn't matter what tier you sign up for, you're going to get free access to the Pillow Talk events. If you want to register for the Crowdcast video event, it's super easy. Just go to venuscuckoldress.com, click on the link that says events. And the last announcement, this one is really cool. Some of you may remember I used to be on Patreon and... Fuck Patreon. I'm not a big fan anymore. But uh, anyway, uh, I while I was on there, I had uh, quite a few bonus episodes that were Patreon only. And um, I have uploaded them, all of them, all of the archives, I have uploaded them onto the private podcast at venuscuckoldress.com. And that is over 60 episodes <laughs> That is a lot there, and it's some really juicy stuff. So if you are a member of any one of the supporter tiers, you get access, like I said, to the private podcast. Now you have over 60 extra episodes to choose from. (laughs) Some of the topics that I cover in those ones are snowballing, sexual denial, cleanup and wedding day surprises, pre-date rituals, Bulls who want sex and love, uh, breeding, orgasm control, size queens, and how not to do cuckolding in your relationship. There's also cuckolding 101 for women and lots more other topics. So 
Make sure you check it out. Just go to venuscuckoldress.com and join any one of the tiers. You get access right away. You get an email as soon as you sign up that gives you access to the whole thing. Oh, and oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I have to mention this. This is so fucking amazing. This was not supposed to be in the announcements, but I just remembered. This is so fucking cool. So some of you probably already know that I have Venus Connections, which is a matchmaking service for singles who are looking for a loving, cuckolding relationship. And people ask me all the time, like, do you have any success stories? Well, I sure as fuck do. <laughs> so one of the couples who I introduced on in the matchmaking service are actually getting married next week. <laughs> That's so amazing. I'm like so fucking thrilled, so happy for them, and I'm just over the moon. So yay, great news for that. Okay, that's enough for announcements. Let's jump in to the show today with Cuckoldress Abby. Here we go. Joining me on the show today, I have a very stunning woman. Her name is Cuckoldress Abby, and it was actually one of my helpful cucks who recommended her as a guest on the show. And she's going to talk about her relationship with her cuck, Dustin. Welcome to the show, Cuckoldress Abby. Thanks for having me. So excited. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. It's been a minute since I've uh, interviewed a uh, cuckoldress for the show. Um, and so I've talked to a lot of cucks along the way. I've talked to a lot of people in different avenues of the lifestyle, but it has been a minute. And I, I will say I thoroughly enjoy doing this because I love, love, love to hear from the perspective of other women in the lifestyle. So from what I understand about your relationship, you guys have not been together for a long time. So this this is new because usually when I'm interviewing someone on the show, they've been like married for like 20 years or whatever. <laughs> so this is fairly new. So I'm excited to learn about this. Tell me, how this all started with you? So, um, well, we met through a dating app. Um, I had been divorced for a while and I'd heard about this one app that was for kink stuff. And I was like, I'm going to go out there and find something kinky, you know, and I'm going to live my best life. And like, I do not want to be a monogamous. I want to live the best life I can have and I want to have the best sex I can have. And so, you know, I was like, I'm adventurous. I'm going to go on this dating app. So I did and um, ran into Dustin on there. And when we started talking, he was like, uh, I said, you know, well, first of all, he lives in a different town. And so that made it helpful. But I also just said, you know, I have no desire to be monogamous at all, which at the time, I didn't realize, but it was like music to his ears <laughs> to hear that from me. <laughs> yeah. So then he was like, oh, really? Well, have you heard of cuckolding? And I was like, uh, Google. Get it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I typed it in to see what it was. And um, the stuff you read or find when you Google it is just not really that great. And I was just, I, I think I messaged him back and was just like, uh, yeah, I don't know about any of that. And so he actually sent me your podcast and he was like, you need to listen to this podcast. Like, just listen to it, see what you think. And so kind of went from there. That's amazing. Did Okay. Did he send you like a certain episode? I'm curious. Was, was he like, oh, you must listen to this one episode? <laughs> no, no. Just he just sent me the link to your uh, podcast. He didn't send a specific one. Uh, but I remember the, the one I listened to first. It was you describing your very first experience in the lifestyle, and, which was perfect for me to listen to for my first one. Yeah. And honestly, after I listened to the way you described it, I was like, okay, well, I could probably do that because you sound so much like me, like the way you were at younger years, you know, being promiscuous, but scared to let people know and that kind of stuff. Like, so yeah. yeah, I was just like, I like her and I love this. <laughs> we could be BFFs. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I love the fact that 
that you found some sort of inspiration or under, better understanding through that episode. What I want to kind of backtrack a little bit about um, how he brought this up to you, because there are so many guys out there who are, you know, really, really eager to bring this up to the partner or who are single and looking for a partner in this kind of lifestyle and don't know how to bring it up or when to bring it up. Yeah. But, um, and, and I completely understand the part where he's, he was excited about the non-monogamy part. because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's a really good indicator for all the guys listening out there. If you're single and you're looking for a woman who's maybe open-minded to this, if she's not into monogamy, that is a great place to start. So yeah. at what point, point like did he have anything in his profile about cuckolding or no I feel like he did I feel like in his profile it did say cuckolding or cuck or something like that I do think he did but I didn't really know what it was okay clearly but, um, it didn't throw you off no it didn't like at the time I was like oh he's hot so I was just like yeah whatever we'll see and then when he messaged me about it I was just like I'm gonna google it and see uh. I think the fact that we met on a kink, you know, website, I, he probably felt a lot more comfortable just immediately saying it. Yeah. 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 Did he bring it up right away in the conversation or was this something that like after a few days or a week or something that he brought it up? It was a few, a few conversations back and forth about, okay. you know, like, how are you? Who are you? What are you about? And yeah. then I was just like, you know. I'm really not into being monogamous, so I hope you're okay with that. Yeah. And he was like, absolutely. <laughs> of course I am. <laughs> so and not be- only am I okay with it, I want to see with other people. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's mind-blowing, isn't it? I wanted to know, what was your reaction? Like, did you know that this existed before this? Never. Okay. I never even heard of any of it. Not at all. At all. And so when he brought up the one-sided part of it like this is you know non-monogamy for you but not for him what were your thoughts on that what was your reaction and it's like that's bullshit there's no <laughs> way there's that's just there's no way that that is a normal life who what kind of a guy is gonna be like okay with me fucking whoever i want and only wants to be with me like it's scam like honestly because <laughs> i was like he's gonna have me do all this stuff and then he's gonna say well actually I want to be with other people too and then I was like and then what am I gonna say no you can't do that like I would have no way to like argue it I in my mind that's really what I thought I thought this is just a hoax like he just wants to trick me so that down the road he can say actually I want more women and I can't argue that because he's watched me with all these other people yeah yeah, that's so such I really... a common, common reaction or thought process when that w- women have when they first hear about it. That's a sneaky right. backdoor way of getting him, al- al- allowing him to sleep with other women. Exactly. It couldn't that's be further from the truth. <laughs> no, it, but not knowing. And also, we were just starting to get to know each other anyways. So mm-hmm. it was like, okay, like, I don't even know this person really well. And I'm supposed to trust this. And it's a whole new thing for me completely. So I was very skeptical about it completely. Did he like unload his his cuckolding fantasies on you like pretty early on? Or oh, yeah. did he wait? No, immediately started throwing <laughs> scenarios at me. He's a like throw shit at the wall and see if it sticks kind of person. Yeah. So he would like send me all this stuff and I'd be like, oh my God, like, oh, <laughs> and so then I'd be like, I don't know. And then, so I started watching videos and I'm like, maybe, and like, there was a girl I found that I loved watching and she makes it look so loving because even when she's with someone, she gives her cuck that love and attention in the moment. And I was like, that does feel super loving. Like yeah. the way I would watch them, like I had this, you know, favorite person I used to watch. And so I don't know. I was just like, well, maybe it could be, but I was like, I'm going to test him. Like, I just need to test him and see because, you know, it was all so new to me. Yeah. So on our first so, date, I was like, we're going to do this. We're going to just do it. 
I was going to ask you about that. How did how do you test a guy that you are still getting to know? How right. do you do that? Well, I feel like most of my life I've dated, dated jealous men, so I thought, okay, well, this will be the this will be the deciding point. He either is going to let me do it and freak out, or he's going to act a certain way or degrade me afterwards or something negative might happen, you know, cause I didn't know for sure. So we kind of just, I, there's a sex club here locally. So I was like on our very first date, like that's where we went to that. And I'd kind of been talking to this other person. And so, um, I was like, Hey, if you want to meet us there. And so that guy did, and it was just immediately like, that guy kind of helped out because he kind of just took the reins and just started immediately like flirting with me and kissing with me. And Dustin just was like moving people out of the way to like, see. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, tell people like, does she know him? And he was like, no, they just met. And so I could just tell, like I could hear him that he meant all the things he had said Yeah, that about it. So Wow. Okay. What was the yeah. conversation like in the car home? Well, we ended up taking the guy back to our hotel room. <laughs> um, and then, and then afterwards, yeah, he was just like, wow, that was so amazing. And it just, it really was crazy how much it bonded us together. Like, cause it was our first date anyway. We'd only been to with each other like before we went out, like we, we kind of, we had our own little date privately and then we went out to that club. So we'd been together sexually that day, but then we went, took that guy home. And then afterwards it was just like, it was such a bonding experience because I thought it would be weird. Like I thought I would be uncomfortable because number one, I'm just meeting this guy and I'm bringing another guy home to like, let him watch me with. So yeah, but the conversation was just like how hot it was. And then being together again, it was just an experience I'll never forget. It was just so awesome. That's amazing. Even though yeah. you guys barely knew each other, this was something that really, it sounds like, kind of cemented things for you guys. Because how long have you been together now? Uh, we've been together 10 months now. 10 months. Okay. Well, nine. We started dating at the end of January. So, yeah. And you guys, you said you live in different towns. So this relationship is long distance, right? Right. Mm -hmm. How do you navigate that part of it? Because that can be hard. But also, this kind of relationship is kind of good for that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it was, well, so when it was, we first started talking since he lived there. And, you know, I said, I'm not being monogamous. He was like, well, just keep doing what you're doing. Just include me, you know? And so before we even actually met, I would just still hook up with people and call them or send them videos or pictures and stuff before we met. But I'm like, well, that's easy. He doesn't care about me. Like, you know? Yeah. But now um, we try to see each other every other weekend. And I think it's good. Like you, like everyone says, in order to do this, you have to have such good communication. So being long distance, we couldn't just focus on the physical with us all the time because we weren't together. So we, we spend so many hours just talking, talking about everything and anything. And it's the best uh, communicative relationship I've ever had. Has he ever, like, have you witnessed him ever have a little emotional kind of stumble um, in this journey? Like, has he, has he been a rock solid cuck like the entire time? <laughs> or has he been like, has he had a moment? <laughs> he's pretty rock solid cuck but he has had a few stumbles (laughs) he just looked at me um like but it was more it was communication issue because the the first time we ever had the stumble was uh we were doing a long distance I was I had a bull come over and usually like I'll try and tease him when he's busy like I'll hook up with someone when I know he's busy and so he can't like watch it live But that day he actually was home and he, I think we had talked about it. I must've forgot, but he was expecting me to FaceTime him and I didn't. 
And so he kind of, we had our first fight over like that. And then we laughed over it later. Like, oh God, our first fight over because you didn't let me watch you have sex with somebody. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, those are the only times which was communication was that time because he thought I was going to call and then it like two hours went by and he still hadn't heard from me. And so by then he's like, they're still going at it and I'm getting nothing. And it, we were actually just talking afterwards, but I just didn't communicate like, hey, it's over. I'll call you when he leaves kind of thing. But once we ironed that stuff out, like, I don't think we've ever had anything else. He's pretty good, like solid. Well, he has experience in this kind of relationship, right? Yeah, he used to be a bull. Like, he was a bull before he was a cuck. <laughs> so his career, he traveled a lot for work. And so he knew he couldn't really have a relationship, but he loved this lifestyle because he had done it before, before he really knew that it was cuckolding. He just knew he liked watching his girlfriend with other people. Um, And then when he would travel, he knew that he couldn't really have a relationship. So he, he was a bull for several people, but he was always like, it's so beautiful. Like they're reconnecting after it's over. It's bringing them closer. And here I am going home by myself. And he wanted that. Like he loved that. So yeah, he's had a lot of experience in that. So I think that helps a lot. And I probably, he's, he's told me like in the last relationship he had that he watched her he used to have a lot of cuck angst. He used to act out, like be jealous and things like that, that he's learned a lot from that he doesn't do with me. So that ah, lucky me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that's she helped train great. him for me. Yeah. Thanks, thanks to whoever you are out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and that happens so often, actually, where guys start out in the bull roll and then they realize what they're missing out in the cuck roll and they oddly want to switch. So yeah, that's not, not at all surprising. Excellent that he has that kind of experience to draw on because yeah, that emotional turmoil of cuckolding in the beginning can be a little bit challenging. So when you first started learning about this kind of lifestyle, this kind of relationship, and you guys were obviously you jumped in head first, you're both like, let's do this. Was there a time where you were like attracted to the hot wife label or is it just always been cuckolding? Always been cuckolding. Like never had a desire for the hot wife thing just because I'm just, I don't want to share him. And so he doesn't have any desire for that either. So he said he doesn't want anything to do with it. So we've just kind of always just decided that this is where we're going to be at. Hey guys, guess what? I have found something pretty amazing. It is a natural way for you to get better erection strength, quality, and firmness, all things I know you want. And it also gives you better performance and stamina in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And as a bonus, it benefits your overall cardiovascular and sexual health. It's called Joy Mode, and I love the name. It's a sexual performance booster, and it's made with science-backed ingredients. It's like a pre-workout supplement, but for the bedroom. So whether you're amping up the heat with the wife in the bedroom, or you're going for gold (laughs) in a marathon session at a hotel takeover event, this supplement has to be part of your routine, part of the checklist. You can learn more and order yours at usejoymode.com. And if you enter the code VENUS, you get 20% off. So that's usejoymode.com. Go ahead, get yours. Thank me later. Awesome. Yeah, me too. I was like, yeah, Yeah. hot wife? Nah, fuck it. (laughs) Yeah, no. uh, I don't want to have to, I don't know, honestly don't know all the details of hot wifing, but I'm assuming it's more like swinger-ish. So like you have to swap both partners and I'm thinking I'm not taking one for the team. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the the in hot wifing the um part the husband is like 
way more involved sometimes as like a threesome with your husband and stuff like that. And I'm just like, eh. Yeah. 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 I kind of exactly. like my fun. But um, but there, there's within cuckolding, there's what's often the defining factor between cuckolding and hot wifing is that it includes some kind of teasing or, you know, kinky shit and stuff like that. So tell me, have, has it been like that for you? Like, were, was he, was he ever like, oh, I really want you to like tease me about this or whatever? Yeah. Like, so I listened to so many of your podcasts and stuff and I, you had a guest on there that was talking about humiliation and things. And so a lot of that has generated a lot of good conversation between us. And so I'm like, are you into that? And he'd be like, yeah. And I'm like, well, what kind of stuff? And he's like, whatever. Like he literally just is like, whatever you want to do. And in the beginning I was thinking like, there's no way I could humiliate him because he's for never one hard to humiliate. But I thought, what do you I mean he's I... hard to humiliate? He just doesn't get embarrassed about stuff. Like, oh, He's pretty. Well, you, you haven't figured out what gets him embarrassed yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I tease him, but, like, he's really well endowed, number one. So, like, mm-hmm. a lot of times it's hard for me to find a bull that's bigger. So, for me to tease him, like, about having a small cock, I can't do that because he's like, <laughs> whatever, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. And so, um, but the more I did it, like I do it, I used to do it a lot more, like always one-on-one would tease him. And I always would like mostly tease him about me being with other people and what I liked. And I did a lot of that, but just recently, cause like I've made him wear lingerie for me, but I was like, I don't think I could do that in front of a bull. Cause how humiliating would that be for him? But this uh, last bull we were with, I was like, I'm going for it. And I'm not even going to tell him. I'm going to just make him wear it. <laughs> and she so sprung I did. it on him like that? Oh, my God. How did that go? He did it. But, like, later he was like, I can't believe you did that. It was – that was real – that was some real humiliation because, number one, like, the bull was somebody that he kind of was, like – I don't know, was a someone in a similar career as him. And so oh. he was just like, that's kind of weird having that aspect of it. And then I'm having to wear lingerie in front of them. Like, and you didn't even ask me. He was like, I was laughing to myself. Like, I've never been in this position. It is really kind of humiliating. (laughs) Oh, you found it. You found the one thing that (laughs) humiliates them. Yeah. Did you guys have a conversation after that where he was like, I don't want to do that again or. No, no, he's, he's down for anything really. Wow. I'm going to have to step it up, do more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so awesome. There's all these guys listening right now who are like, oh, my God, that's so hot. <laughs> I know. Yes. Um, okay. So let's talk a little bit about the kinky stuff in your relationship. So you talked about, like, humiliation stuff and... Um, that this is all very, you know, bonding and stuff like that. But have you, what about like things like um, chastity, pegging, uh, forced by aspects? I mean, I know you guys are still like, you are very new to all of this. I don't uh, assume that you've, you know, been able to dive into all of those things or wanted to, but what's it been like for you? Are there things that you've looked into, thought about, or want to try? Um, yeah, so we've always done chastity since the beginning. And at first I was like, you know, like everything else, I feel like I'm kind of like, he'll say something. I'll be like, ah, I don't know. And then the more I think about it, I'm like, yeah, okay. So the whole chastity thing, he was always into it before me. Like he already had the devices and stuff, but it felt mean to me. Mm-hmm. But now I love it. Like, I'm like, um, excuse me, I don't see you have your cage on. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think you're going? <laughs> and I love it. Like, it just feels so fun to have control and, yeah. like, be able to tell him when or where or what he can do. I love that. It's so fun. Did you guys um, start out kind of tame with the chastity thing where, like, he's locked up for, like, a day or something? Yeah. 
Yeah, we would just do it like if we were playing with someone, like I'd make him wear it. Or since he's up there, I'd make him wear it like all day, you know, until we were together again. Ah, okay, Um, okay. But we've kind of had a hard time finding a cage that fits him well, that doesn't like cause a sore or something. So we're still trying to get the best cage for that. But I love um, the chastity. And then the whole um, pegging aspect, I was like, "Eh, I mean, I'm kind of like, I'll try a lot of things. So I was like, well, I'll try it and see. And then once I did, I was like, oh my God, I love this. (laughs) This is so fun. So, and he's like, he tells me that I look like I'm in a trance. I don't know. It's just something really empowering about pegging. Like it's so hot to make a guy like whimper and like the noises they make and to feel so powerful. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I know. Me too. I thought I would hate it for the longest time. And then I I did it and I was like, oh my God, I've been missing out. Right. (laughs) I know. And I'm like, oh my God, if, if more men knew how good this was, like they need to be doing this. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I think women are scared of it because they think of what does this mean of my husband, but they shouldn't be because it is awesome. Mm -hmm. I love it. But the whole forced buy that always scared me. Like, I didn't understand it. Like, I still kind of iffy about it. Like, I'm still kind of, but like I said, he's down for anything. So this last bull we were with was very comfortable with everything. And so I thought, I'm just going to try it. Like, I'm going to see about it and try it. And I didn't tell him about it. So, (laughs) uh, but yeah, so I, I did that. We did that for his birthday, actually. Um, and so we did that and then I was surprisingly, I mean, it didn't like make me crazy hot. Like I didn't think like, Oh, that's so hot. But I like, I must obviously love power because I like, I thought I love being able to tell him what to do and tease him during it. And afterwards when he was watching the video back, he's like, you know, it wasn't really hot to do. But it was hot listening to you tease me, like (laughs) giggle and laugh at me. Yeah, he liked that. So I'll definitely do it again. That sounds amazing. I mean, yeah, I guess the communication between you guys is easier when there's no real boundaries. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. Do anything. Yeah. So he has no, like, like, has he told you, okay, this is like, a hard no for me this one thing or has he really been like anything pretty much well pretty much anything but he has a limit like okay I don't want a dude to to have sex to penetrate me you know I I don't really want that right and I think he's kind of maybe open to it but he's like okay but I need to know the size of the thing (laughs) if you're gonna make me if you're gonna make me do I'm not doing a big huge BBC like I need uh -uh, I ain't doing that I'm not gonna die (laughs) (laughs) that's so typical the guys are so scared of the size they're scared (laughs) I know I'm like no if I get it if I have to take it you have to take it oh my gosh I love it so you uh, cucked him for his birthday, is that right? Oh, yes. It was, yeah, his birthday wow. a couple weeks ago. Yes. Do you have like an epic Christmas gift, a cuckolding Christmas <clears throat> gift for him? I don't know. We should. <laughs> We're, yeah, we should. We're talking about getting married and I want to do something really cool for that. So we'll have to plan something really awesome for that. But after his birthday, I was like, oh, this is going to be a tradition every year on your birthday. <laughs> doing this so uh, do you have any like goals for next year 2024 that you're thinking of doing when it comes to this relationship that you're in well I definitely we're definitely going to get married so um take that to the next level and then um I've only I, I really like I know I heard you say you were saving like a gangbang situation for wedding too. And I'm like, I, I like that idea. Cause I want it to be something super special. Yeah. It's also scary. Cause I'm like, how do you manage like so many guys at one time? What are you supposed to do? I know. I, overwhelming, yeah. right? I know it's got it yeah. nerve wracking a little bit. So <laughs> I kind of want 
I kind of want to try that. So, but I want to save that for something special. Like I've thought about having one of the bulls marry us, do the actual ceremony and sign the certificate and no one else would really know it but us. I would love that. That's so so awesome. We have to like, we got to start a trend. Okay, Abby, we're going to start a trend for like wedding day cuckolding epic fantasies. Yes. (laughs) Come true. Yeah. Yes. That's so awesome. Oh my God. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to want all the details. You know that you're going to be back on the show. You just know that. Right? I know. I'm like, <laughs> I have my list of like dream bulls I want there. So I'm going to have to reach out to all of them. <laughs> Hopefully they get along. <laughs> and so you have, you have kids from a previous marriage, right? Yeah, I have actually two previous marriages. So I have big kids and I have little kids. So I have like two okay. sets four total, but yeah. Four kids. So how, like, how do you manage? Cause this is like a really fun, sexy lifestyle, you know, where you're doing lots of stuff and it's just like kinky and everything. How do you manage to have that separate from the mom role? Well, it's hard sometimes. Um, luckily, I mean, the, good thing about being divorced is like every other weekend I have free time. Mm -hmm. So I try to just schedule it around that. Um, And then I do have days off during the week because I don't work. I work four days. So I I like to schedule full dates in the middle of the day if I can, when the kids are at school. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that, that is definitely a challenge because some guys don't understand that I can't be kinky all the time or I can't be texting all the time or that you know it's yeah it's like they think you're constantly doing this lifestyle and it's like I live a normal life too so that is a little bit of a challenge and did you ever like when you were getting into this or have you anywhere along (laughs) the way felt any kind of like shame like oh you know I'm shame around being slutty or people finding out and slut shaming you or anything like that I do worry about people finding out some, like two of my girlfriends know I've told two of my girlfriends about this. Um, but as far as anyone else, no one knows. Um, and that's just because I just don't know how to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> like, I gotta <laughs> talk about this stuff. Cause I'm like, one of my girlfriends, I'm like, you would love this lifestyle. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, those two people I know wouldn't shame me. I would be afraid of my older boys finding out or somebody like they know finding out that is worry. That does worry me. Um, And I think in the beginning, like in the very beginning, I didn't even like the word slut. Like I would tell Dustin, like, don't call me that. Like, don't call me that. I don't like it because it was a trigger from being in an abusive relationship in the past. Mm -hmm. But now I love it. Now I just, he makes me feel so comfortable and confident and he just is like, I love how slutty you are. Like I just, I embrace it now, but I don't know that I feel shame other than not wanting people to find out because more so because they just want to understand. Like a lot of people I think would look down on this because they don't understand it. Like I didn't understand it in the beginning either. Like, they don't think it's loving, but it is. It really is. It is so bonding and it is so connecting. Do you have, like, certain things that you do for, like, aftercare? I know that's, like, a very common term in, like, the BDSM kink world where you have to, you know, do some certain things after in order to kind of feel balanced together again. Like, do you... Do you do anything specifically for that? We always go, um, when we're together with a bull, we always go out for dinner or drinks right after. Even if it's super late, we'll always go get drinks after and we like relive it together and we just talk about it and we're like on this high, you know? Um, and then we, he reclaims me afterwards. And then he usually, he's like, don't take a shower because he likes to do it again in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. But yeah, we always do that. 
And that that that's great. I'm surprised you go out for drinks afterwards. Like I'd be like, I'm fucking beat. I got mascara <laughs> down my face, you know. Like I don't want to do my hair. Like I look like I got fucked. I'm not going out to a bar. <laughs> I think that's what he likes about it. <laughs> <laughs> Showing off your girlfriend who just got fucked. Yeah, oh, and nobody it. knows it was from somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay, so what if, I know this is probably never going to happen, but what if Dustin was like, you know, honey, I I actually don't think I can do this anymore. Like, I, I you know, I really liked it, but it's it's just too much for me. Like, I think we need to stop or take a break. What, what like, what would you do? Have you thought about that? I haven't thought about that scenario. Like I have, cause I don't think he would ever do that. Uh, the only thing I ha- I thought like, since we are just dating and like, especially in the beginning, I was like, well, what if this doesn't work out? You know, mm-hmm. um, what, th- well, then what do I do? I can't ever go back to vanilla life, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, if he ever wanted to stop, I, I don't know. I'd really have to think about that because I don't, I don't think I ever, I don't ever want to stop the lifestyle, um, you know, or if we were to ever not work out I, in the beginning, I was like, well, I'm going to have to find another cuck because <laughs> yeah. I'm hooked on this lifestyle. <laughs> There's no way I could ever go back. But those are the things I've thought about. I completely relate. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I could yeah. never go back to regular dating. Oh, no. the, just the thought of it just makes me just, ugh. no, can't I know. do it. I was like, in the beginning, I'm like, you've ruined me. Like, you've, you're stuck with me now because you've ruined me. This is my life. I can never go back. <laughs> hey, did you know that there's a one-of-a-kind matchmaking service for cuckolding and female-led relationships? Venus Connections is a private service for single men and single women who want a loving cuckolding relationship. And now there's a new separate FLR program too. There's no scrolling through profiles or sharing photos with members. It's totally private. And the dates are blind dates too. Included in the program is a three-week course and an interview with me. So join now at venusconnections.com and use the code TOPTIER2024 for 40% off the top 1% membership. That's venusconnections.com. Make 2024 the year that you get the relationship of your dreams. Oh my goodness. Okay. (gasps) Before we talk about your OnlyFans, I want to just ask you, now you've, it's been 10 months that you've been, you know, diving into this. Um, What? advice do you have for any women who might be in that kind of position that you were in where you got you know that cuckolding term brought like dumped on you like oh you know and you were kind of like eh, I don't know what would be your advice for women who their partner is is trying to bring this up as well or trying to like tell them that they're into cuckolding what would you say to women out there I would say don't count it out so quickly like give it a chance do your research, like listen to podcasts. Don't just Google, like just don't Google and just take that as say all be all. And like, I actually get messages about this from guys on, on the internet all of the time. Like, how do I approach? And I'm like, okay, well, I feel like the easiest thing is to, if they're unsure, like go take your wife out to a bar and let her just even just flirt with somebody. And then see how your husband, see how your husband reacts, just seeing you flirting. Cause if he can't handle that, then he definitely, he might think he wants to be a cuck, but he can't. Yeah. So I would, I would suggest that like, just, I, I feel like I just, and Dustin laughs at me cause he's like, you just went in head first. <laughs> but I think for a lot of girls, they wouldn't. Um, but like start with flirting or maybe going on a date with a guy or even just kissing a guy at a bar and see how your husband reacts. And then 
because I've told Dustin all the time, if he would have ever reacted negatively to anything, it would have been over for me. Like just because of my past, you know, or if he would have shamed me or made me feel gross or dirty or bad. So cuck, if somebody really wants to be a cuck, they could never do that because you're just going to shut your wife or partner down immediately. Yeah. Yeah. That will, that'll be the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any advice for newbie couples who have, let's say they've decided to go down this road and they're total like cuckolding virgins, uh, any advice for them? I would say take your time in picking a bowl. I don't, I don't think I did that well enough. <laughs> I think I was just like, anybody, like, let's just try it. Because I was like, anybody who's willing to, like, especially the first person we took back to the hotel, it wasn't the greatest experience just because it wasn't be someone I would normally choose to take home. But I wanted the experience with Dustin to, like, see if he was for sure about the yeah. whole situation. Uh, I would say take your time because it's hard to find someone you mesh with that you can have a good sex with. Um, Cause I feel like, I mean, maybe that's just for me, but it makes a big difference if it's really good sex as opposed to like just mediocre or terrible, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So at what point did you, decide I'm going to start on OnlyFans and how come you decided to go down that road? I, gosh, so, well, it took me forever even just to get a Twitter because I was like, I am not getting on there. People are going to find me. People I know are going to find me. I'm not getting on there. Dustin had had a Twitter forever. I didn't, I didn't even know there was like a, an X-rated version of Twitter till he showed me like to change my, I didn't even know. So I was like, well, hell, I am not getting on Twitter. People are going to know. He's like, you don't have to show your face. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. So he ended up setting up my Twitter. It's all under his stuff. So like if anybody were to search my number or something, <laughs> it's all under him. So that's the only way I even felt comfortable with Twitter. And so then I was on Twitter for a couple months and I was like, okay, I don't, think anyone can really find me and we have all this hot content because we filmed it anyway I might as well make a couple dollars to like get some sexy clothes or travel to see a bull that I really want to see so I was like well I'll just do it and just blur my face so that's kind of I just kind of dipped my toes in very slowly to the OnlyFans and I think I had like four or five fans forever and then um (laughs) yeah I don't have a ton, honestly, but it just pays enough for me to like get some cute clothes and stuff. Yeah. Well, probably after this episode airs, you'll have a few more. (laughs) Yeah. I need to get some more content. (laughs) For everybody listening, the link will be in the show notes for today. All right. This is a good time to wrap this up. It's been so fascinating talking with you. Um, And I feel like I relate to you on so many levels. Our stories are so similar. Yes. (laughs) Which is so awesome. And I really do believe that a lot of people listening, a lot of women listening, guys listening, couples listening are going to find this really helpful for them. So thank you for sharing your story. Uh, Where can people find your OnlyFans and more about you? (laughs) Um, So on my Twitter page, they can follow me on Twitter at just Abby, and then there's a link there which I can share free to put in the show notes. But I don't know the uh, handle or something off the top of my head. But they can go to my Twitter, and it's linked there. Awesome. Well, big shout out to helpful cuck Ryan for recommending yes! you as a guest for the show. He's so great. Yep, and he's he got a is. Venus tattoo. So amazing. No, I love it. I <laughs> yeah. love it. He was the first one to get a Venus tattoo. So, oh, he's he's amazing. He's really and he's, he his accent is so fucking cute. Um, oh my god, I I know. So I was sweet. talking to him on my way to uh, see Dustin for his birthday rendezvous, and he was we were voice messaging, and I was like, oh my god, your voice is so awesome, <laughs> right? There's and something I was like, about Irish accents; they're adorable. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know. And I was like, I have lots of plans for Cuck for his birthday. He was like, tell me all about it. So he actually knew a lot of the plans for Cuck's birthday before anyone else did. Because I was like, I'm getting a birthday cake and he's going to have to eat it off the bull's dick. And it's going to be amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that on your OnlyFans? It's all, we're getting ready to release it. Yeah. Oh, we wow. haven't released that video yet, but yeah. He had to eat wow. his birthday cupcake off my bowl. <laughs> oh my God. Well, Abby, it has been so fun to have you on the show and to get to know you and your story. So thank you so much for, for doing this. Thank you so much for having me. It was awesome. That's going to be it for the episode today. Thanks so much for joining me. I hope you loved it. Like I said in the beginning of the show, just go to venuscuckoldress.com if you want to book a private chat with me, book your spot in the Pillow Talk event, join the Queen's Quarters community, chat about everything that's going on with the show. And of course, you can join the Helpful Cuck tier, get access to my secret Snapchat group, which is where I must admit, I've been posting some pretty spicy stuff. <laughs> Just a little bit of a treat for those Locktober end days. <laughs> and okay, make sure you follow me on Twitter or whatever the fuck it's called. My handle is at V. although I'm shadow banned, so you probably have to search for me a little bit differently. But anyway, I am on there. And also on Instagram, which loves to shadow ban me as well. The Venus Cuckoldress podcast on there. All right, that's it for today's show. We'll see you next time. believe it's been four years since I first started this podcast. And looking back, I had no idea that this would be my full-time job. I love the work that I do. And it's because of you, the listeners, and your support that I'm able to do this. So right now, if you join the Helpful Cuck tier, you get tons of benefits. My favorite ones are the private one-to-one -one chat every month. You also get access to my private Snapchat group weekly live hangouts with me on Crowdcast. I love those. And you get juicy bonus episodes. There's key holding. There's video replays of the Pillow Talk events. And there's also access to my private community on the Moan app. So join right now. You can use the promo code CUCKLOVE2024 for 15% off your Helpful Cuck membership at venuscuckoldress.com.